Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, long time no see, my dear. Also, welcome to, to Best Life Cafe, everyone. It's been a minute since we've got uh, any time to talk, but uh, we're back. It's been three weeks. Yeah, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself, to be totally honest with you, because we know when I started this, I was really looking forward to being on the ball and getting a show a week. But unfortunately, life has different plans for us at different points in time. (laughs) Yes, it does. So good morning to our listeners. Thank you for hanging in there with us. I Actually, we had two people who downloaded the show yesterday, which I thought was so cute because we haven't been on for three weeks. And so people, somebody somewhere was like, I want to listen to the Best Life Cafe. That always makes me happy. I wanted to come in today and and. Uh, so I got this memory from Facebook. You know how Facebook loves to remind you of the past. Uh, but it was uh-huh. the day that I did my very first podcast, which was uh, with Chris Edwards in the Real Talk Live studio. And I was doing a podcast based on my book. This is an interesting story. Bear with me, people. So I got this memory, and it was like, you know, I just have a few more logistics. The, the podcast is going to come up. And I was so excited, and all these people were like, how exciting that is. And so what I did with that podcast was I went through a series of 11 podcasts, and I took it all down. I remember. Well, Yeah. So when I got that thing the other day, I was like, oh, that's the podcast that nobody really ever heard. Or maybe some people heard it, but... Um, you know, life and my own insecurities, uh, I wouldn't, I, I was like, I shared too much. I was too open. I, you know, and I, I took it down for a lot of different reasons. And one was a guy. I didn't want him to listen to it. And, you know, now I look back and that was like three years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, that would never happen now. Like, I am so much more evolved into like, here I am. I don't care what you think. But it takes a while to get there, you know, in your life, caring about what other people think or what they're going to, you know, how they're going to prejudge you. And so I just thought I would share that because when I saw that, I, was, I had really actually, I had a moment of happiness, but I also had a moment of, wow, Kathy's come a long way, you know. And, and if you really think about it, don't you think that the point of a podcast is to have that vulnerability and openness? you know, in general, where we're sharing our truths and what's going on with us and what we've experienced to assist and help other people that are going through similar situations and scenarios in their own life. Like, think about what you stole from them, Kathy, not only yourself, but, you know, like what you, what you took away from other people at the same time. So it's very interesting. <clears throat> but now you would never do anything like that, right? I don't think so. I think I'm I'm really more of a what you see is what you get, and I, I'm showing up in my life really authentically, even when the moments are hard, you know, to show up and, and tell your truth and, and live your truth, and it's just difficult to uh, to be in your own skin all the time and show up all the time and not hide things from people is, you know, it's it's human nature to hide things. It's human nature to, I mean, I lived in a in the hidden world for many years, so for me it's probably a little bit more 
uh, easy to do. And so breaking that pattern of showing up and telling the truth was really forced upon me. And then once I was forced to live it, it's now the most freeing feeling on the planet to just be me, to just say, this is how I feel, to just say, this doesn't work for me, to just say, I'm pissed, I'm angry, I'm happy, I'm joyful, I'm sad, I'm, and really just own my emotions. Like, that's something that's really only evolved, I want to say, in the last six months, the last year. Wow. Well, yeah. congratulations. Okay, there you go. Way to you heard it first. <laughs> breakthrough right here live on Best Life Cafe. She did it, folks. <laughs> oh, I love that. So we have um, talked. We talked a couple weeks ago We when I called you, and I said, what do you want to talk about? And I said, I want to talk about freedom because I was all in the 4th of July, and I was all happy, like, freedom, this is my life, I can make all my own choices, I'm self-employed, I can take days, like, I was so in on freedom, and, you know, free Britney, and I was just like, all of it, and so I was like, let's just talk about freedom, but the truth is that uh, since then, I've noticed that besides my own personal freedom of choice and what I have to do, that, that life isn't really free right now, that we are still living in an, in a, in a life of government rules and things that can be taken away from us in a second. And so really it's like lately I've been going, okay, how can I manage my life through this? Because this isn't going away, you know. Actually, I was doing some research this morning trying to figure out, like, what it looks like to come back to normalcy and how long that process will take. Um, And it seems to me that everything that's going on with the covid that it's going to take a very long time for this pandemic to end, which kind of is a daunting feeling at some point in time. Makes you feel a little uneasy, uh, especially because I just um, got over COVID, which is why we've taken uh, our three-week vacation. And uh, it got to tell you, it was a whole lot of no fun. I'm still dealing with some of the exhaustion after the fact. Um, I have a cough first thing in the morning, which is, not very cool, but uh, I'm slowly on the mend and starting to feel better every day. So that's very exciting and liberating to some extent. Um, so I, I yeah, wow. I just, I want it to go I, away I, for everybody. Right. I want it to go away for everybody too. And, you know, I, as you know, try not to get political on this show. I I feel like politics are a really hard place to live your best life because there's so much dynamics and there's so many people with so many different opinions. And my opinions I've always really kept private. I, I never judge another person's political party. I never judge another person's preferences. I never, like, I'm just not that person. Like, I believe in freedom of speech. I believe in freedom of opinion. I believe in, you know, that we all have our own dynamic, the way we were brought up. Maybe certain situations in our life cause us to think a certain way about our bodies or about our safety. And so there's so many different things rolling around in the world that I kind of just stay out of people's lanes when it comes to this, you know. So although I don't like to get political at the same time, what's happening in our world is really something that I don't think any of us can ignore anymore. I don't think any of us can say, not my problem, you know. Yeah. And I think that to add to your statement there that for me, politics is extremely divisive. And it, instead of bringing people together, it separates us. It allows uh, 
it polarizes our viewpoints. And that that's really a scary thought if you think about it, because we're all just human beings trying to live our best life, literally. And then we have media and we have newspapers and we have all these things that are geared towards separating us over the, the difference of a color, red or blue, you know, and if you really think about it, when I think about politics, I think about the difference of having Coke or Pepsi in my life or, or McDonald's or Burger King. And here's the best part about all those is that they're going to both kill you. They're not good for you. So what are we doing hanging our hats on these divisive tendencies? Because if human nature is to be connected and unified, politics is going about it the wrong way. What a great point. If, if human nature is to be connected, that is, that is like the ticket because we are all connected. And we've talked about this before and how that, you know, the plants are connected. The, you know, I remember uh, Andy was talking about this on like it or not, another freaking plug for like it or not. God dang it. If you haven't listened to that podcast, you get out there and listen to it. It's one of my faves. Uh, but, but he was talking about how we're all connected from the animals to the water to the stars, you know, like humans and any type of breathing, living thing has this energetic, you know, pull towards each other. That's why some plants thrive and some plants don't. And, you know, some, uh, some opinions are high and some opinions are low. Like we're all connected. So when you think about it like that, we are not all connected in, we're all connected spiritually, but in, in the way our unit, our world is right now, we're not all connected. We're all divided. And it's been going on for two years. Started with, yeah. you know, Black Lives and, Matter movement and where they separated us and, and, and made people take sides. And then the government made people take sides. And now the government's making people take sides. Hard. Right. Vaccinated or not vaccinate. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> to vaccinate or not to vaccinate. Uh, you know, Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Uh, There's so many different situations and scenarios. And I don't know. I think that the next step in evolution requires us to have complete and utter freedom of our own selves that would um, see us as free thinkers and, um, and not allow us to follow suit, to ask more questions to dig deeper into situations and scenarios. I feel like, you know, politics is kind of a shill in some ways because I don't think it ever gives the people what they really desire or need. It's like this base point of uh, change. It's never really what we want, but it's what we get. You know, throughout my entire life, I'm watching my parents vote they were always voting for the lesser of two evils. And we should never have to be in a situation where we have to vote for the person that's the less turd. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a cool thing to do. Like, how are we actually, how is this making, bringing people together? How is this helping, you know? And when I think about politics, I think about this video I watched where these people were saying that we got to fight, we got to fight, we got to fight for what we want, we got to fight, we got to fight, we got to fight, we got to fight for what we want, and just over and over repetitive motions. And I'm like, well, what would happen if we loved for what we wanted? What would happen if we, like, did something different? Because I can tell you, 
every single time I see a politician get in office, it doesn't matter what color they are or what, you know, it's the same thing. It's more of the same. And I'm, I just want that to break and so that we can literally live our best life. It's so true. I, I, uh, and that's why I've always stayed away from politics. And uh, for a long time, uh, Abraham Hicks, another plug for someone, uh, would say, turn off the news. Turn off the news. And so when I was writing Six Months to Live, I actually did that exercise where I turned off the news for a month. I did not listen to one thing that was going on in the world. And, you know, not even the weather. And I did that as an experiment. And I have to say that that there was these little parts of me that would be, like, listening from the other room. And then I'd go, no, 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 you made a commitment, Kathy. And then, you know, I would want to know things. But once I got through that month, I remember thinking to myself, that was easy. I didn't have to take on anybody else's problems anyone else's opinions because a lot of times with the news and politics you you might have an opinion and then you watch something and you're like ooh, well maybe you know and maybe it's a news show that is is either way on, on either side of the fence is a little biased towards what their cause is so you get easily swayed in your mind by what the news is saying and that was my biggest takeaway from that exercise was like i have to now sit down and make my own opinions on something and so what I like, you know, for people, I don't talk politics a lot. I, I think that I have a lot to give that conversation, but I really do hold back from it because people are very, uh, what do you call it, strong in their opinions about it. And I don't ever want to have a conversation where I have to convince somebody that my opinion they should take on. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to take on my opinion. You have your own. I respect yours and you respect mine. But that's not what's happening in the world right now. What I see in the world right now is angry people because of my decision or your decision. They're, or or either, on either side of this fence, you know, that people are angry. And that's because we've been stuck without our freedoms for almost two years now. We're, we're going on a year and a half. We're going on 19 months right now of of, of our basic life freedoms that we lived with for our entire lives being changed. Yeah, 100%. You know, uh, when I think about the news in general and what people will say, for example, it is less about their opinion and more about the opinion of someone else that's getting regurgitated through the process of communication. It's, it's not our opinions necessarily. It is an ideology that we're clinging to that is in our corner of the red or blue that gives us our validity to the situation and scenario. And so that means that humans aren't actually thinking for themselves anymore. They're allowing, they're allowing their chosen news source to deliver them to their uh, point and preference because Let's face it, the, the world is a busy place. Everyone's working like crazy to make it in this world. And we don't, not, not a lot of people have time to sit down and really dig into the meat and potatoes of the situation and scenario. So in this Facebook world we're living in, we live in sound bites. And that sound bite becomes the talking point for you to have your opinion. And it's not necessarily who you are. And it's not necessarily who you want to be. It's, 
it's just it's a least common denominator of a point of reference that gives you a talking point for your opinion to be validated. Damn, that was good. I'm like, speak into the microphone, please. <laughs> I'm so glad we got this on uh, recorded because uh, that was live <laughs> and direct, folks. This was that was really good. I uh, I know that for me personally, you know, like I try to live my best life every day. And I was talking with a friend the other day. We had lunch, and I was. This was last Friday. I think I shared this with you, but I woke up. And I do my morning meditation, and I started to cry in my meditation, which happens a lot. Like, a lot of times emotions will come to the surface when you allow yourself to be quiet. But I couldn't stop. And it felt really uncomfortable. And I was like, it makes me want you to see the emotions still welling up in my eyes. And uh, I reached out to the amazing Lauren Strangio, because if you haven't heard of Lauren Strangio, she is a naturopathic who also can help with your emotions. And my, I called my daughter because I needed to get talked off the ledge, so to speak. And I was, she was like, you need to call Lauren. So I called her and made an appointment. And when I went in, uh, one of the things that came up was fear as my, my dominant emotion at the, in the moment. And she can test you and tell you what age that blocked emotion is. But for me, she was like, oh, wow, like that's right now. Like, this is happening right now, which rarely happens in my practice, but this emotion is coming to your surface, and it was fear. And I had no idea what I was afraid of, but I also felt like the energy of fear in this world and the people around me was was part of that. So, so what was interesting about the whole situation was that I was able, A, to feel that something was off in my body. There was also a mold exposure, and we think that might have been from one of my trips, and we can talk about that in a minute. But uh, one of the by doing that, I was so proud of my body for telling me something's wrong. Something's off. This is not who you are. Your body is reacting to something in your environment and that's what it was doing. But it was also coupled with all these emotions in my body. And, you know, I got some supplements, and I'm better. I, my emotions are still really high. I've had a, you know, since you've been gone, since you've been gone, uh, I've had really three <laughs> weeks of uh, really trying to figure out where I want my life to go, what I want to do with my life. Uh, you know, I'm at, I feel like I'm at a crossroad right now. I, I'm pretty content, but there's more. You know, and I know there's more, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what direction do I want to live here? Do I, you know? And so all these things were coming up for me, in the midst of that, and I was like, okay, I just need to stay focused. You know, how how do you live your best life when you yourself? How do you share your best life? I was telling my friend, how do I go on a podcast and say, hey, live your best life when I don't even know what my best life is right now? And she looked at me and she said, honey, you're human. And you're here, yes, trying to help the world live a better life, but it's also the world reminding you that you need to do some things to live your best life. And it's really easy to give advice, and it's really hard to live it. And Well, it's, it's one thing to know something. It's another to actually know how to put it into practice into your reality, right? Like we all, yeah. a lot of us know what to do and, the process of how to do it. However, 
putting it into actuality and, and making it function in your life is a little bit more challenging, especially because, you know, you can have a checklist of what you need to do, but that checklist doesn't necessarily fall into what you have to do during that day to survive or to, you know, make the appointments and do all this other stuff. And a lot of people are pushed and pulled in a lot of different directions, which takes their focus away from their best life. And maybe so I, I just part heard, yeah, of, I had an eye opening eye opening moment and I decided at that moment that I was gonna chill. And I was gonna get informed on what's going on in the world and then I was gonna put that to bed. I was gonna form my opinion about about what's the best for me and then I'm gonna put that to bed and start living pretty regimented because for me I am such a free spirit. Like I'm like, Okay, you wanna go? Let's drop everything and go. Like I'm that girl. And I need a little bit of regimen right now to, to kind of get to that decision place, which is like, okay, Kathy, you're only going to work from 8 to 3, and from 3 to 5, you're going to the gym, and from 5 to 7, you're, you know, going to be at the, like, I'm trying to, like, come, what do you call it, compartmentalize my life just for a couple of weeks, because I feel like I need to, like, this is what I need to get it together, because. It sounds like you're trying to put your life into a schedule. Where you're, where you're, you know, everything is like, okay, I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, and then after I brush my teeth, I go to the gym, which, by the way, schedules hey, are great. That is, what, that is what I'm doing. And the reason I'm doing that, and, and you know, I don't give this advice for everyone, but I'm saying that because I'm so free spirit and that I feel like my work right now, just for, like I said, a week or two, it's like, focus on what's in front of you focus on what's important get those things done because i'm actually going to take most of the month of august off uh i actually yeah i know yay uh, i mean if i can get through sunday i this is the end of a quarter and i've got tons of things going on but if i can get through sunday and get where i want to be regimented in my life because i've allowed myself this regimented schedule uh i will be able to take close to a month off of just, you know, maybe just here and there working, but really just, I really want to get back to my writing and I really want to separate from everything right now. I don't know why I'm feeling that way, but I'm just feeling like this need to be alone, this need to be uh, separated. And it's an interesting thing. So anyways, that's kind of where my best life is leading me right now. (laughs) Hey, and live it, girl. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking a sabbatical away from everything else that's going on in the world, especially when you look at the world and you're like, what is going on in the world? Uh, You know, if there's confusion out there, it puts confusion inside yourself. And so for you to take some time to, you know, decompress and reallocate your time and energy into something that you deem worthy of your energy is is a good thing. It's a very good thing. Well, I mean, I... I think that what we do, what we tend to do is is not that. And we don't know how to have the downtime because, you know, you know, there's many reasons for that. Money being the first one, right? You have to work to have money. And a lot of times I've made many decisions in my life that were money-based, and I, I'm trying this month to say, I don't think the money matters right now. I think what matters is my emotional health and my physical health. And so that is the forefront of my of my of my list is my health, and I feel like 
part of that is the gym and regimenting the schedule of how I do that. And so anyway, stay tuned on that because we're just going to see how Kathy does with a regimented schedule for two weeks because that's really what I'm going to try to do. And it kind of started yesterday where I was like, okay, you go to work, you're here at eight, you go to lunch at noon, you're off at four, you do this, you do that, you know, and I was like, okay, I can do this. We'll see. (laughs) That's great, girl. That's great. So what time are you going to wake up in the morning? I always allow myself to wake up natural. I've never oh. set an alarm. I, I've never, I mean, okay, I've set an alarm. That's not true. I can't. Of course. <laughs> Everyone's like, really, Kathy, you never set an alarm? <clears throat> sure. Uh, so I say that right now, though, for the month of August, I'm going to allow myself to wake up and give myself an hour in the morning for my own personal you know, I like I like to meditate. I like to read a little bit of, you know, spiritual stuff. I like to start my day with um, words of wisdom and something I can take into the day. And then from there, uh, you know, yeah, I'm going to put in the gym and I'm going to put in my work schedule, whatever that will be, which will be very limited, and then uh, off to live my best life. Yeah. No, that is great. Uh, you know, there's a great book called The Miracle Morning by, I think it's Hal Ellard, and um, it's all about waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and it's about putting in practices in your life. Uh, you know, I think it was called, and maybe I'm putting it into a different book, but SAVERS, which stands for, uh, let's see, Scribble Affirmations, oh no, it's Silence Affirmations. Uh, visualize, exercise, uh, write, and something else. Anyways, and in the morning you take an hour of your time. You take an hour of your time and you dedicate yourself to doing these things, this practice. And uh, you know the there's another book like the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and that that also has. I, I've read a ton of different books that talking about the benefit of waking up at five in the morning because the world is quiet and it allows you to have some quiet time for yourself so that you can get that meditation practice in, you can do all these other things. And there's been several times in my life where I have been so on point that I was living it and I've done it for like three months at a time and then I fall off and I just fall off. And then it takes a minute to get back up on that horse because life takes over. You're sort of you're you're kind of a five a.m. crewer. I remember uh, you would go up and do the hiking with the girls in the morning, and you know, oh, I, yeah. I've said it before. Shout I'll out to the U crew. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of the five a.m. crew because they're badasses and they get up there and they hike that mountain every morning and and but it's motivating and that's their church. You know, that's where they get their juice. And so when you look at that, you're like, what can I do for myself? that allows me to have that same feeling, but I don't want to get up and climb a mountain at 5 a.m. <laughs> <It's not that laughs> and that's okay. It's not for everybody. <laughs> I will say this, that the view of the sunrise the in the week. morning makes it all worth it. And, you know, the mornings when it was overcast and the sun was peeking through the clouds and there was this like, beautiful color shining through made the other mornings that the sun just came up uh, just this whole other experience. It was super beautiful. And so, you know, I think in the scheme of our conversation today about the freedom, uh, you know, 
as much as we look outside of the world and see that we're not free, I think that if we really look inside of ourselves to our ability to be a better version of ourselves, to work hard to achieve what we want, that we are free to some extent inside of our own vessel. And the ability to get up in the morning and hike to the U or get up in the morning and read a book or just get up in the morning and lay in bed, you know, like we have those little bit of things. And I think that we should really focus our energy and celebrate those type of freedoms rather than the outside world not being what we want it to be yet, yet, right? Like it will be. Again, it will be. But I think that the biggest freedom we have in that whole conversation just there, right there is the freedom of choice and the freedom of, of what we, we, the choices we make. We know what's right for our bodies. We know what's right for our families. We know what's right for our partners. We know, and, and making those choices to keep your circle, you know, your little place in the world is really the only freedom control we have right now, you know, because we can't control yeah. the government. We can't control businesses. We can't control what other people think. We can't control uh, how other people act, but we can control the choices we make around all of that. And so I'm holding on to that one freedom right now, my freedom of choice. I have a choice and I can own my choices mm-hmm. honestly and authentically and not care what other people think. And I think that is the biggest piece I can send people off with is you have your own choices and stick with your own choices, stick with your guns, you know, don't be afraid of what other people think. And then also on that, to add to that, like don't judge other people for having their own opinion. You know, like if someone doesn't want to do something, don't, don't force your will on them. Allow, you know, that art of allowing is a beautiful aspect of life. I don't have to agree with you, Kathy, but I, I can still love you, you know, like, and that is, that is a beautiful aspect of, of but life. That is, yeah. um, and I think that if more people could just allow the other person to be who they want to be and then be who they want to be, we don't need to tell each other what to do or, or how to do it. We shouldn't should on each other. This, this, this whole, you should do this, you should do that. Oh it's not, God, it's so not the, yeah. you know, like, it's not where it's at. Uh, I think that the, the world is such a beautiful place, and it's so dynamic. And if you really think about it, like, each of us are having an experience. We are the divine spirit of love and the creator and the manifester and the magician. And, like, and each one of us is connected. And so we're watching ourselves play these roles as other individuals, and it's a very spectacular event. For sure. So, For sure. so in, in doing that and knowing that fact, as you would allow yourself to be, because you, we just have to be okay with what's happening. And we don't have to be okay with it necessarily. Yeah. But I am not fucking okay with what's happening. <laughs> For the record. Yeah. Well, again, that makes, that makes, I'm just not okay. Yeah, that makes all of us, I think. Everyone is slightly uncomfortable at this point in time. And, you know, know, if if that statement, um, the pain you go through is what makes you a stronger person, is true, then we're going to be really fucking strong at the end of this. (laughs) 
I don't like it. I uh, I don't like it, and here we are. So how do we navigate <laughs> uh, that? You know, so I, I, I will switch gears for a minute, and I will share that uh, it, two weeks ago, was it two weeks? I think it was two weeks ago. I seriously just spontaneously, well, not spontaneously, I had it in my heart for a while that I wanted to drive the coast to Oregon and go up to Portland and see my a friend of mine uh three years ago, died from cancer of the brain, and she went in 10 months, and it was heartbreaking, and it was through the heart, I was going through the hardest time in my personal life that I dropped everything to be there for her, and uh, her daughters are still very close with me, but I hadn't seen them in three years, so I went, got in the car, called my bestie, I'm like, let's go to Oregon, she took the days off, and we got in the car at five in the morning, and we drove up the coast landed in a town called Florence, Oregon. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's a little beach town and fell in love with this town. I don't know. You know how you get someplace and you're like, the energy's right, the people are right, the weather was right. Like everything about it was like, I think I should live here. Like this is where I should spend the rest of my day. It felt like home. It felt like home. And we had such a magical time and we only spent two days there before we drove off to Portland. But it was the most beautiful drive from Florence to Eugene, and then Eugene, you go up to Portland. And it was, we got sidetracked because we got detoured because there was an accident. And so they detoured us a different way. Uh, I want to say, I can't remember the name of the town, but anyways, we went a different way, Corvallis. And, oh, my God, it was enchanting. Like, I was like, how does this beauty exist seven hours from my house and I've never seen it? So, anyways, it was really exciting we went, I went to Portland, I got to see my, my, my bestie's daughters and spend some really good quality time with them. And then we turned around and drove home 12 hours than that on Sunday. And, but we also came down the coast and it was gorgeous. And by the time we got back to Ukiah, I was like, oh, wait, it's hot out. That's right. Because the weather uh-huh. was perfect when we were gone. And I was like, oh, my God, heat. So anyways, what it did for me and what it, I wanted it to accomplish for me was Space from the situations that were going on in my personal life. I needed to break free so that I could get a different perspective. And I did. And it made me a little bit stronger in my, you know, I was able to let go of my suck it up muscle and say, no, this is what's happening for me. No, this is hurting me. No, this is not okay with me anymore. Whereas in life, we kind of suck it up and move on. You know, that's really our nature is to use our suck it up muscle and go, okay, well, whatever, right? But getting away caused me to just breathe and just sit with myself. And, you know, there's tons of laughs and we went out and we had fun and we shopped and we did all kinds of cool things. But the underlying theme for me was get your shit together, Kathy. Figure out what you want in your life. Don't allow these things to hurt you anymore, blah, blah, blah. And and absolutely. And to add to that, you know, like, you know how important it is to change your perspective, to get out of your everyday box and the box that you live in, the valley that is Ukiah, and to go explore and see other things. We can't come up with new ideas and new information about how we want to live our life if we can't see it. If you've never seen it, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But it means that you don't know what it looks like. And if you don't know what it looks like, you don't know how to manifest it. And so for you, you know, I've driven that coastline before all the way up to Washington. I, I went on a 4th of July weekend on a whim 
by the way, it was super exciting. I made it all the way up to uh, where the the Goonies house is in Washington. I can't remember where it was, where it is right now. There's a little brain fog that comes with the COVID, and it's not allowing me to access certain information at this point in time. However, it was magnificent. Oh my God, how it was so beautiful. And I'm glad that well, you that, got to experience it. it. Yeah, it was necessary. And uh, I think that everyone should, like, there's nothing like a road trip for me for clarity. Like, if you're in your life thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do? This isn't working. Get in your car and drive somewhere. And let the music move you. And let, you know, I listen to a couple podcasts. And, I know, we just. You just have to, like, separate from what's going on in your life for a minute in order to, to, in order to gain perspective again and clarity on what your role is here. You know, what are you doing? Pull yourself yeah. up. I mean, I, you know, I just got over COVID, and I really had some existential crises during that. By the way, uh, the sickness was not terrible. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like that Jerry it. Maguire moment, right, where Jerry Maguire's got the flu and he's writing his mission statement. And I'll never forget that part of the movie because I could relate to the fact that when you're in that vulnerable, sick state, you're you're heightened, you know. And so when he wrote that manifesto, so was it something like that? Like, were you having all these breakthroughs? I, I kind of was. I, w- I mean, like, there was a day, I think on day seven, that I was the most depressed I feel like I've ever been because I was there was no end in sight and I was just miserable you know achy body cough uh, stuffy nose which I still have a little bit of and I was just so low and I'm like what am I doing with my life what is what do I want to do with my life am I doing the right things am I living up to my best to my best life am I being a great person and uh, it was a really challenging day and the next day was much better. Uh, <laughs> and and now here we are, and I still have these questions like what what does it mean for me to to live my best life? Do I need to move? Is that if I, have I outstayed my welcome in in this lovely little town of ours? Have I you know not necessarily outstayed my welcome, but am, am I happy here? And so it was definitely this uh, interesting introspection. And I mean, I was talking to some of my friends who also got it with me when we went to Vegas. And by the way, don't go to Vegas. No, I'm kidding. You can go and just wear a mask (laughs) and wash your hands often. Right. Um, Often. And my friend Joe was saying the same thing. He was like, yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here anymore. I've, you know, sat on my couch and didn't want to do any of the things that I usually love doing. And wow. I'm not sure what I'm air. supposed to do now. It's in Something the air. is in the I air. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's bringing that in, but I'm in the exact same space. And I feel like there's a lot of us who are, like I have friends who are literally packing up and moving and following their heart, which make, means it's right. And I'm like, wow, what a bold, great move. But, you know, I don't really know where I'm still in that place. And maybe you are too, where we're like, I don't really know what it is. So I'm just sitting with it. Like I said, I think that we have to sit with ourselves, but we also have to listen to that little nudge that's coming. That's saying, Hey, 
Is this where you're supposed to be? Are you doing what you want to do? Is your passion being lived? Are you happy when you wake up? Are you happy when you go to bed? Or are you, you know, when you felt depression, I felt horrible sadness and grief on Friday that I couldn't comprehend. And, you know, it's like, where do you put these emotions? What do you do with it? You have to make a plan. That's kind of how I feel like after a couple of weeks, I'm going to make a plan. I don't know what that's going to look yeah. like, but it may be that I'm moving. It may be that I'm changing, you know, switching gears. I don't know. But I think it's certain yeah, wonder I, questions that come up at our most vulnerable state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I noticed that this summer I haven't really spent much time in my art studio, um, mainly because it's hot and I've had other things going on. And I'm really looking forward to finishing up one of these jobs that I'm working on currently so that I can spend some time in the studio and and refocus yeah. my energy and see if that's something that serves me anymore, you know? Like, it's been such a, a long time, and I, you know, started a candle business, and uh, I'm in the process of working on a ceramic bus butter dish company and all these things, and it's like, do, are those serving me? Am I happy doing these things? Wow. And um, wow. so it's, yeah. it's interesting, you know? The the beautiful thing about life is I'm going to be 40 here on August and it's mm. never too late to start. It's never too late to try again and it's never too late to start over. So, you know, with that in mind, we should never be afraid of taking another leap, jumping again, and we should never be disappointed in where we've got because that place of jumping is where we're at. And we should be proud of ourselves for achieving such great things and making it to that place or surviving in the workplace for 20, 40 years or whatever the case may be before we decide that we want to go back to school. We want to be an artist. We want to pursue this other thing. Like, and we should be willing to figure it out, take it, see where that road leads. I love and, that. Uh, and- you know, while you were talking, I was thinking to myself, and even last night when I was kind of working, playing with our bio a little bit, I was like, I'm an author and you're an artist. And those are our first loves, hands down. Uh-huh. And my second love is probably podcasting. And both of those things are the, we only have two minutes, so I'm going to jam this out, but both of those things are what makes us us. You know what I mean? Like my authorism and my podcast is who I am inside your art and you're sharing your art. And both of those things are helping other people. So I think we're on the right path as far as where our passion lives. It's how do you move your passion into uh, your daily life and make money at it and do all that. And boy, that's a whole nother show, but we're coming to the end. And I just wanted to say, uh, is there any burning desires? Because we're definitely, this went so fast. I'm like, we're at one minute left. So. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, burning desires, ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. And it is great to be alive. (laughs) We should be grateful every day that we can breathe and do your best, wear your mask, or not, I don't really care, but be safe out there. COVID's a real deal, and it's not that much fun. So stay tuned. Uh, please like and share our podcast. If you have something you'd like to say about it, please make leave a comment for us. Uh, if you were inspired by this, obviously share. And uh, I love you all.
Oh, my God, that's so good. How do I top that? I just want to say thank you for listening <laughs> and bearing with us as we get back on our road. This is our summer series, and we will be coming back next week with another show. Tim, as always, I appreciate you so much, and I will talk with you soon. All right, my dear. You guys have a good day. All right. Bye, everybody.